So this week, I read about the story of Pinchas. How... A second. Okay. And because Pinchas was zealous for Hashem's honor, Torah says that Pinchas was awarded the gift of being a Kohen. And Rashi comments on the opening verse of this Torah portion, Pinchas, the son of Elazar, son of Aaron Akain. And Rashi says that the other tribes were ridiculing their mavaza, they were disgracing Pinchas, and they said that he um, didn't act for God's honor. Rather, they said he was the he's the grandson of Ben Putizeh. He's a grandson of somebody who fattened calves for idolatry. And because he fattened calves for idolatry, that's what motivated him because of his because of how terrible he is, because of because he's such a wicked person. That's why he killed our prince, the prince of the tribe of Shimon, when Zimri ben Salu uh, was acting immorally in front of all the Jewish people, and Pinchas took a spear and, and killed Zimri. And Cosby, the princess of Moab, the reason he did this, everyone said, they, they were saying, was because he is a grandson of Yisrael. And Yisrael fattened Casper idolatry. And so he, he had something terrible in him. And this continued on to, uh, to Pinchas. Um, and that's what uh, Rashi says. And if Rashi concludes, so in order to dispel this notion that Pinchas didn't act, uh, wrongly, the Torah says that Pinchas is actually the grandson of Aaron Akain. So it sounds like when you hear the Rashi that the other Jewish people who were disgracing him felt he did something wrong and the Torah defends him and says no, he did, did something right. The problem with saying this is, is that number one what he did if it was wrong was murder. So instead of talking about his grandfather acting cruelly and fattening calves to uh, to serve them to idols, uh, or or acting or serving idols in the first place, that which is seemingly a a worse thing than just fattening calves to idolatry. The worst thing is the fact that he's an idol worshiper. But worse than all these things is is that he didn't act a murder. So forget about his grandfather. You don't have to go to his grandfather. Here's a guy who killed another Jew. Why are they saying, oh, look at what his grandfather did and his grandfather fattened calves to idolatry? Say, if you want to insult him, or if you don't even feel it's an insult, you feel that this guy is wrong, he did something bad, something, something terrible, he killed somebody, say this guy's a murderer. So why did the other Jews who were, uh, who were insulting Pinchas, why would they talking about his grandfather? Why not just say he's a murderer? That's what they felt. So it, it does say in the Torah, in the end of Parshas Balak, that everyone was crying. Why was everyone crying? Because everyone forgot the halacha. No one knew the halacha. What was the halacha? Halacha is that if someone wants to be zealous for God's honor and kill this person who is acting immorally in front of all the Jewish people, he has permission to, uh, to do so. That's the halacha. So Moshe Rabbeinu forgot the halacha, all the Jewish people forgot the halacha, and so that's why everyone was crying because no one knew the halacha. So they were, everyone was upset. Here's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu stood against um, all the Jewish people and they were serving the, the golden calf. 
And here we are in a situation of total quandary of we don't know what's going on. And Moshe Ben was silent. So that's why everyone is, is crying. So, so Pinchas remembers the halacha. He goes to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he tells Moshe Rabbeinu, isn't the halacha that if someone does this, that someone who wants to be zealous for God's honor may kill them. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, yes, that is the halacha. And Pinchas kills, kills every. So if they all heard that this is the halacha, that this person can and should be killed, and on contrary, someone is zealous for God's honor, someone is especially pious, does this, so then they're not calling him a murderer. They know this guy did the right, did the right thing. And if they did not know the halacha, and they, they, they didn't discover the news that Pinchas told Meisha Beno, this is the halacha, Meisha Beno agreed, if they didn't hear that, so then why call him, why talk about his grandfather being someone who fed calves to idolatry, say this guy is a murderer. Why are you talking about his grand? Why are you talking about his grandfather? The answer, the answer is like this. They, they knew the halach. Those who were ridiculing Pinchas knew the halach. They knew that someone can and should be zealous for God's honor and do what Pinchas did. Take the spear and do exactly what he did. They were they were totally on board with that. What they felt was, why was that what he did was despicable, not because of the action that he did, but because of what motivated him to do it. They, they had this uh, uh, sick feeling in their stomach that the reason why Pinchas is doing this, this, this he chose this mitzvah, all mitzvahs, and no one else chose this mitzvah. Why did he remember this halacha? No one else did. They, they felt this was because he has a cruel nature. And look at his family tree. Look at his genes. Look his, who his grandfather was. His grandfather was somebody who took animals and then just offered them as sacrifices to idolatry. But he took them and he fattened them, he stuffed them with food just for the purpose of slaughtering them later to be a greater sacrifice to idolatry. That shows a particular cruelty. So they felt this guy may have done the right thing, but he did it. Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu remember the halacha? Why didn't I remember the halacha? Only he remembered the halacha. Oh, why did he, was he the only guy who remembered the halacha? Because he has in him something untoward. And that's why he's remembering this halach. That's what they felt. So what did God respond? God said, Pinchas, the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron, okay. Aaron is someone who loves peace and pursues peace, as we learn in Pekiavis. Aaron expresses his, his persona is about, the, um, about love and kindness. So the reason Pinchas did this and no one else did, it wasn't because he was the cruelest Jew around. And therefore, he picked this mitzvah that no one else wanted to pick because he's the worst guy in town. Rather, the reason he did this was because of his goodness. He saw there's a plague. He saw Jews are being killed. He saw that everyone's suffering. So Pinchas, or God wanted Pinchas to have this merit of doing this mitzvah. And therefore, he caused everybody else to forget the halacha and order that he should have the merit to, to act in God's honor and to, to uh, do the right thing. So it wasn't that, that, uh, Pinchas was doing this because of his uh, grandfather who fattened calves to idolatry. Rather, what was motivating him was his connection to Aaron Akane, his because of, of um, his uh, his love and his kindness to protect the Jewish people. You want, to, you want something to say? Yeah, how can you say that everybody forgot the halacha when you just said that B'nai Shimon knew the halacha? After Pinchas came forward, and he, may, and, he, and he asked Moshe, isn't this the halacha? 
So Moshe Rabbeinu told them, the one who reads the letter should fulfill it. So, so the news spread so fast to Bnei Shimon that they, they knew? Let's say, let's say it didn't. Let's say it didn't. Let's say they didn't know. If they didn't know, so why are they talking about him being a descendant of someone who's cruel? Why don't they say this guy is a murderer? If they didn't, if they didn't discover what Pinchas said, they should call him a murderer. If they did discover what Pinchas said, and Hamish Benu agreed he was correct, then why why don't they call him a tzaddik? And the answer is is that they felt that this guy he had the right thing to do, but what motivated him was because of not because of his righteousness, but it was his cruelty. Uh, they, they say about uh, my great-grandfather, Ram Mayor, that uh, when someone needed to be hugged or kissed, he was the first one to do it. They say about another chassid, it wasn't as kind, uh, that when someone needed to get a patch, someone needed to get hit over the head and insulted and put down, if that's what the hour called for, that's what the divine court in heaven wanted something to have. So he was the guy who stood up and said, yeah, yeah, that's my mitzvah. So all the other uh, Jews in the tribe of Shimon, they felt, ah, Pinchas, you chose this mitzvah. Why did you choose this mitzvah? It's because of your cruelty. And so, so God said, no. God said the reason he chose this mitzvah wasn't because of his cruelty. It was the contrary. It was because of his, uh, because of his goodness, because he couldn't stand the Jews being, uh, being killed in this plague. And he stood up to defend them. That's what, um, that's what why, the, why the Torah says, Pinchas was the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron It was his goodness that motivated him, not his cruelty. One other question. I... I don't know how you deduce that by fattening calves for uh, idolatry, it seems to me, Lahabdil, it's just like a hither mitzvah. Like it, they just want to, they want to do what's right within their own pagan ritual. What makes that, what, why is that cruel? It's, it's cruel from our, I don't get it. it. Looks like they're doing, they're trying to be closer to their concept of God. When I when I had had a, had a um, divine soul when I was in fourth grade, I learned about how they make veal. They take this calf and they put him in the closet. I don't know if this is true. This I heard in fourth grade. That's true. That's true, right? Yeah. And then after they stuff him up and, and then they kill him so that we could enjoy this great tender steak. I was I was uh, I was appalled. I was like, wow, I'm never going to eat veal again. It never lasted about ten minutes. But uh, but but just just like this this this. Yeah. This, yeah. Okay. It, it's a cruel thing. You're, you're fattening him up to kill it. Doesn't matter why you're killing, killing it for your own consumption, for the idol's consumption. But it, it, it's you're 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 like they also offer their children to idolatry. That's cruel. That's cruel. Like it, it, it comes from a very cruel, cruel place. Like uh, you notice, like certain people they choose certain mitzvahs and they don't choose other mitzvahs. There, there's some guys in the show that, that they're the ones who choose to be the um, the Rambos. And to to get the guns and to protect the Jewish people, right? They're they're, they're the ones who who got, want to get guns. They're not usually the people, in my experience, the ones who are telling everyone else to be quiet during davening. They're not the ones who are quiet themselves during davening necessarily. They're they're the ones who are just like this is we're going to protect the Jewish people. That's that's it's something in maybe, the nature. Maybe like we're we're we're, we're going to listen. They had guns. Maybe it'd be a quiet show. Say again. If they did tell people to stop talking, <laughs> well, listen. With the guns, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the, there are certain mitzvahs that you naturally choose. That you, uh, this is a good thing. So, so why do you, why they said, listen, there's something subconscious. They're not, they're not saying that if he asked Moshe Rabbeinu and got the answer, they're, they're not putting in the blogs of of uh, that that this guy is 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 a murderer. They know he's not a murderer. They're putting the blogs 
this guy is a terrible guy. He chose the mitzvah that no one wanted to do. No one wanted to do it. Moshe didn't want to do it. Aaron didn't want to do it. This guy is a terrible guy, and he picked this unpopular mitzvah that no Jew would ever do in the right mind. No Jew would ever choose to do this mitzvah. Only a terrible person to choose to do this mitzvah. This is it's, it's a mitzvah, yeah, it's a mitzvah, but who chooses this mitzvah? Someone who's cruel. So, um, and so, so there's two things we, we get from this. The first thing we get from this is, is that um, when someone does something, to help the Jewish people and it seems the person has a motive and you know from experience this person has, has, done, has done similar things because of their similar things that are that are not so noble that come from the same kind of nature and and so you you feel like okay so this guy did this mitzvah because he's 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 he's, he's uh, this kind of person who does who subconsciously chooses these kinds of mitzvahs so the Torah says, as long as the guy stopped the plague, he did their, he, something was accomplished, the Torah itself gives him the yichos, ascribes him to be a grandson of Aaron Akane. If he did something good, don't second guess them and say, oh, they, they did this for the wrong reason. Look at the fact that they, of what they did and realize the Abishter draws a line between who they are and, and Aaron Akane. It's something, something you, you don't have to second guess them. The good, a good thing was done. That's one thing we get from the story. Uh, second thing we get from the story is that um, main thing is to um, to get the job done. You have to stand up and protest when something something's happening. It's not the way it's supposed to be, and uh, don't say, "Okay, no one else did this, and therefore I don't." I, no, it's, not, it's not my mitzvah. Could be that the reason why no one else is doing this is because this is a mitzvah that's meant for you to do. That Hashem has ordained that your soul has a special schus to do this mitzvah. I find also like a lot of times you move to a new city. I'm now Baruch Hashem in uh, visiting my in-laws in in, uh, in in Muncie, Pomona. There's a lot of things like a guest for a while sees for a mile. A lot of things that you notice when you know it's just just you see it. So in a similar way, you move to a new city. I know what your mitzvah is. There's a it says in the Torah when Jewish people traveled, the one who traveled in the back was done. Done was the one who who returned everyone's lost objects. Anyone got lost. He he brought their 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 uh, their children back to their uh, parents. So, case in point, case in point, crazy thing. Yesterday, yesterday I'm walking in in Pomona and I see this kid who is dangerously walking close to the road. So what's my first instinct? For sure, their parents know about this, and they just and they just because I'm just I just I just arrived over here, right? So 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 how would I know what's supposed to be happening? There's a little connection to the road. But probably the parents know about it, and just the uh, I don't know how this kid is really adept at at uh, two years old to to know when when there's passing cars. That wasn't the story. The story was this kid was out in the road, and the parents didn't realize they had a big Shabbos meal, and the kid was out in the road. So, so, so if you see something, and and it looks like that some someone needs help, yeah, that's your mitzvah. Why is it that no one noticed it till now? Because Hashem wanted you to have this mitzvah. Hashem gave you this schus. That, that's your merit. But when, just like the tribe have done, when they arrive somewhere, Jewish people are traveling. They're in the back. I think also when you arrive in, new, in a place, you are the last guy who's there. You're the tribe of done. You, you're the one who is, who's, who's got there, gotten there last. You have to ask, what has to get done? And uh, some, sometimes uh, you, you may say to yourself, okay, it's, my, it's my, my subconscious feelings which are motivating me. Whatever. Don't worry about that. Worry about about helping other people and and getting the job done. 
especially this time of uh, of the of the three weeks when we're focused on the coming of Mashiach and the Geula, Avos Yisrael, it's time. Any any questions or comments? All right. Do you yeah. uh, did you stop and get some shulz at the gas station? They have actual babushchita in, in the gas station here. I don't, I don't know. Told us about it. I I uh, it's, <laughs> it's plenty of gashmis over here. I tell you that much. Plenty of gashmis. All right. I go. Uh, Tzachar Abu Davis. Enjoy. Have a great time.